Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actually participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Today, we continue this series entitled When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. Well, in last week's episode, we discussed how if we are going to learn how to navigate through this no that we have been given, we are going to need an encounter with Jesus. This encounter is personal and intimate and intentional, and it is transformational. We asked this question, well, how do we actually get this how do we actually get this encounter? How do we actually get this revelation? And what I discussed was I, I hinted at this idea called making space for God to speak. You see, if we are going to need this encounter to work through the things that we are going through with this no, then we need to actually create space for Jesus to speak to us. And so today we're going to practically look at some of the ways that we can create space for God to speak. Again, I want to reiterate, this is not a formula. This is more of a practice, of a rhythm, of a way of being. And it's through this way. We never know where we're going to actually get this revelation from. But what we do know is that Jesus tells us this way can bring forth life. And so what I'm hoping to do today is kind of be almost like a starter conversation for you to dialogue with Jesus, to do your own research and what these practices look like. I can give you resources if you want. You can DM me or you can go back in the, um, into this Instagram page and you'll see some books that I've recommended. Um, but regardless of that, what I'm hoping is to just almost kind of spark your interest in seeing these different ways of being, these different practices, these different spiritual disciplines that we are to practice that can help bring forth an encounter. So the first thing I want to say is that one of the things that can be helpful for us to create space for Jesus to speak is to have a safe person that we can process our pain with. Now, I want to be clear what, what a safe person is and what a safe person isn't. You see, a safe person is someone who you ideally respect their walk with Jesus. They're most likely going to be older than you. And it's very important, these, these couple aspects. So one is that they are not trying to fix your problems. In other words, when you share the struggles, the doubts, the fears, the emotions that have come with the ailment or disability or whatever it is that you're going through, the sickness, the whatever, when you come to them and you share these things with them, they're not going to try to fix them. Instead, they may help you process it and may point you into a direction that is helpful within your relationship with Jesus. And so there's someone who's not going to just tell you, oh, I've been there, here's my story, and almost minimize and normalize your suffering. There's someone who's actually just going to sit with you in your suffering. Secondly, they're confidential, meaning what you share with them stays with them. You know that they're not sharing it with other people. Because again, this journey with Jesus, especially in suffering, is incredibly lonely, isolating, all these different things. It's difficult. And so we need people in our life that are safe. Now, these people, I'm going to be honest with you, it may end up only being one to three people in your life 
that you can actually say are safe people for you to process the pain, process all the things that are coming up through the suffering that you're going through. Now, for some of you listening to this, you might be like, Josiah, I don't have a safe person. I don't have an elder, a spiritual mother or father, a spiritual director that I can look to. Can I encourage you? Maybe for you, it might be an actual Christian counselor that is your safe person for the season that you're in. Now, I'm going to be honest within my own journey, especially in my childhood, even though there were safe people around me, I was so in survival mode and in just trying to fight through the physical pain and literally live that I didn't know how to process what I was going through. And so some of you may be listening to this right now and you're in the middle of the fire and you will have like no capacity to actually process these things. And I'm just going to say like, I didn't either. I was in survival mode for a very long time. And I, um, knowing what I know now, I think what would have been helpful for me is to actually see a counselor, which I did at different seasons, but I just wasn't ready for it. But specifically, I would say in my high school life um, and in my young adult life in school, I actually did see a counselor. It was very helpful for me to help process these things that I was going through. So the first thing that I would say is a way to create space is to have a couple of safe people to process a couple not everyone you may be listening to this and you realize when you go into these conversations with different people that are around you whether it be family members whether it be friends whether it be strangers and you're trying to process the pain that you're going through they kind of just look at you with a blank stare they have no idea what to do with it or maybe they just give you a cliche that tries to bandage the wound that you're going through I've definitely been there and let me tell you, it sucks. And what I've learned is that it's because these are not necessarily safe people for me to process these things with. There's this, the ultimate safe person in case you didn't figure it is Jesus. He is the ultimate safe person and everyone listening to this has complete access through the son by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, to have him to be able to process these things with. And next episode is going to be fully focused on that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So with that being said, I believe what's another way of creating space is being part of a family of believers that are meeting regularly to worship and to hear the word and to process pain and all those things together in Christ, aka a church, a family of believers. Now, let me be clear. This will be very helpful. I wish someone would have told me this. Those people are not your safe people. Your connect group, your life group, whatever you want to call it, might not be the safe people. Now, let me be clear. They may be safe for you to say, I'm suffering. So if I get uh, an infection or whatever it is that I go through, um, I might reach out to a connect group. Well, for us, we're part of a house church. So I reach out to the house church and ask them to pray. Absolutely. 100%. That is what the church is there for. Have them pray for you. Have them anoint you with oil. All those things. Beautiful things. Absolutely. There are going to be, though, certain topics, certain things that you are wrestling with with Jesus that they just don't have the capacity or the time or whatever to handle it. It is not a reflection on them or their whatever. It is not for you to judge them for the way they respond to you, whatever. What I am saying is I wish someone would have told me that family of believers is not the safe people that you process everything with. 
there will be only a couple of those people. However, those are great people to ask for prayer. And yes, you can share a bit what's going on, but you're not going to give them everything because quite frankly, it's just not the right time or place or the relationship for that to be. Thirdly, so this is about creating space for an encounter. So we've got safe people that you can process everything with, community of believers that you can have pray and support you, but there's a certain level of vulnerability that you won't give them. Then you have this, silence and solitude. Actually, literally, physically making time away from your phone, away from TV, away from all of the distractions, even away from books necessarily, and just being in silence and in solitude and inviting the Holy Spirit into that moment to minister to you. Now, I will tell you personally, this has been the most difficult thing for me to do, and yet it has also been by far what has brought the most transformation in my life. I am an extrovert through and through. So silence and solitude is not my thing, but I am telling you, I have found so much freedom by creating space to have this time with Jesus. And part of that time is to process and to sit in the things that I'm going through within the suffering that I have. Now, this next one I'm gonna tell you is praising him through the suffering. This is incredibly hard and it is not something that I was able to do for many years. So I have empathy for someone who's just not not there yet. That's okay. I wasn't there for many years. But let me tell you, something shifted for me when I was able to actually bring forth all the pain, all the suffering, all the fears, all the doubts, all these different things and give it to Jesus and then say, I love you. I trust you. You are good. You are holy. You are worthy worshiping him through the pain, through the suffering is incredibly difficult, but is incredibly freeing at the same time. It is such a contradiction and yet it's so life-giving. And um, just a quick truth that is kind of crazy to think about. If you've been given a no, this is the only opportunity. If you've been, let me say it like this. If you've been given a no for lifestyle, health issues, whatever it may be from God, and you're a follower of Jesus, that's a big ant, and you're a follower of Jesus, this is the only opportunity you will ever have for all of eternity to praise him through the suffering. Because when you die eventually, which we all are gonna die, even if you don't have a no in front of you, you're still gonna die. When you face Jesus, when you experience eternity, resurrection, the fullness of life, the fullness of his presence, oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing. When you are fully healed, fully transformed, because that is where we end up. Read Revelations 21. That's where we're going, baby. Let's do it. When that happens, you will no longer be able to praise Jesus through suffering. You will only ever get to praise him for who he is and what he's done in your life from the from the earthly sense. This is the only opportunity you and I have to praise him through it. And it is incredibly difficult and yet incredibly freeing, incredibly beautiful. This other thing that I would recommend doing or a way to create space, but I want to be very careful how I say this, is fasting. Now, this is is something that is not, this is not self-harm. This is not self-deprecation. This is not saying, God, I'm not gonna eat until you give me a revelation. 
oh my gosh, please don't do that. That is not how this works. This is not a bait and switch. I already told you last week, this is not witchcraft where you do X, Y, and Z and then you get A, like you get the result. No, if you tell me that you're gonna stop eating until you get an encounter, please do not do that. That is not from Jesus. That is not what I'm saying. That is incredibly difficult and or wrong and evil and not right, okay? Don't hear that. If you are in a place where you have these other things in place, safe people, community of believers, you practice silence and solitude, you're praising him, you're in a place in your wrestle where you have those things with the counsel of your safe person, fast. It can be very helpful. However, for a specific time with a specific thing for, and then you end it, regardless of if you get the encounter, regardless of if you get the revelation. This is so important. Do not fast for a revelation. <laughs> Please do not do that. That is not how this works. Um, I think I've kind of made that point clear enough. And so this conversation has been one about if if this is if this know that we have been given is deeper, that is a struggle that we're gonna go through. And in this struggle, we need something that's deeper than just cognitive, emotional, spiritual, relational, all those things, theology, all that jazz. We need an actual encounter. Well, then how do we get those encounters? What we've looked at today is different ways that we can create space. And what we're gonna continue to look at in these next episodes is some of the more um, specific ways that you can do that. And so we've looked at having a safe person. This is not gonna be a bunch of different people. This is a one to three people that you have, that you trust, that you respect their walk with Jesus, that aren't just going to try to fix you, that you can share all the turmoil, all the emotions, all the feelings, all the relationships, all the brokenness, all the sin too, and help, and they can uh, sit with you in that and help you process that and all those things. Secondly, being part of a community of believers, recognizing that they are not your safe people. They are not the people that you go to to unravel everything that is going on in your life. However, they are the people that can support you through prayer, through asking how you're doing, through giving you meals, through all beautiful things that the family of God is amazing at doing. They are there for you. Thirdly, silence and solitude, actually literally making space for God to speak in silence, not with any distractions for a specific amount of time that you've determined daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is that you actually give God this space to speak to you. And in that time, you face these things that you've been wrestling with, praising him through it. This is the only opportunity you'll ever have to actually praise him through the suffering because baby, we're going somewhere. And that is in the resurrection. And that is when we will be fully, fully alive, fully resurrected in the state that he designed us to originally be with no hindrance between us and him and his beautiful presence. It's going to be amazing. Fasting. Fasting is something that we do within the counsel of others. So with that being said, <laughs> that is a way that we can create space. Again, in the next episodes, we're going to be looking more into specific things, but I hope that that is encouraging and that is helpful for you in your journey.